What's the deal, y'all? This is Dom. Up, everybody. It's Isaac. And this is Streetball episode 23, all right? Before we start, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn your notifications and ring that bell. We got a lot of good stuff for you guys. Obviously, we got to go over All-Star Weekend. Mac McClung made history this weekend. We got to talk about that and all the other stuff that happened at the All-Star Game festivities. Uh, we got our usuals, um, NBA Elite Feet. We got a lot of good high school stuff, including Bronny debuting on the 2024 ESPN Mock Draft number 10. Number 10. We're going to talk about that really good king on the court, king of the court session this week. So we'll, we'll get to that as well, as well as our next one. And then also, um, you know, our Streetball Cup of the Week. So let's get it. First and foremost, NBA All-Star. Um, Man, All-Star was insane, Damo. I know. And we, we, we're going to talk about a few of our predictions. You got me in this one. First and foremost, Rising Stars Challenge. I think I picked uh, Team Joe Kim Noah, and Isaac picked uh, Team Pau Gasol with Paolo Banchero on it. And I just, uh, I, whatever team Manchero's on is going to take the dub. I'm just—he's that type of player. You know what? Those on we had an unusual suspect to win the MVP. Um, Jose Alvarado came out and he won that joint. Uh, underdog. We talked about him a few times on NBA Elite Feet. Uh, really, like uh, you know, for me as a as a guy who was a hustle guy, I really appreciate stuff like this when a guy like Jose Alvarado gets a chance to you know, shine for his work. So I'm really, you know, it's really, I'm really happy about that. Um, you you guys see the graphic right here. He's got the little MVP ball. Um, I like the uniforms too, man. Like the Rising Stars uniforms, they did really good. They incorporated the Utah Jazz, uh, you know, color, color, color scheme in this. You see Powell with the championship trophy right there. Um, this is a, this is a really good event. Um, that's a part of All-Star Weekend, and it re you really get to see um, some of the best young talent being showcased, including guys touring the G League. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy for that team. Yeah, no, it was a big-time show. Oh, something different, man. It's the first time they've done this. So I, I like I, – I loved it, honestly. Something different. No, no question. Um, next, we have Dame. Dame Lillard came out. And, you know, he's a Weber State alumni, so – he came out and represented. I got to shout out my guy, Jorge Ruiz, uh, his current assistant coach at Weber State. Actually put, you see he's um, he has his, uh, his uh, three-point shootout trophy on him right there. But you see in the next pick with the, uh, with the participants in it, he actually is not wearing a Portland Trailblazers jersey. And he's wearing a Weber State uniform, which Jorge put together uh, probably a week before <laughs> Before All-Star Weekend, he said he probably spent 40 hours on it. So shout out to him. But I really like that Dame came back to his, I guess, his college area and represented and won this and won this contest. No, that's big time because, I mean, him coming out of Weber State shows that everybody's process is different. Everybody's journey is different. And you see Dame, he's an All-Star player. Like, never know, man. Bro, he's a big time. Five player. He's a top 25 player, bro. Crazy. Top 25 player. Crazy. I, um, last but not least, the main event, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis in the All-Star game. Team LeBron coming into this game was 5-0 and and all-time in All-Star games. But finally, Team LeBron went down. Team Giannis won uh, with the Elam ending. You know, you have to score 24 points in the fourth quarter. Shout out to Kobe. Uh, behind 55 points from Jason Tatum, who was the All-Star MVP, 
and scored the most points in All-Star game history, and Donovan Mitchell with 40. What do you think about that? I think these dudes came to play. They were tired of hearing that LeBron wins the All-Star game every year. They're like, you know what? Yes, yeah, it's, it's over with now. It's time to turn up. The dudes came no, to play, no man. The, 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 there's a there's a few takeaways I have from All Star Weekend, especially the All Star Game. Um, I was listening to the radio the other day. Um, according to stats, this is this was the least uh, viewed All Star Game in over two decades. Um, why do you, a lot of complaints. What, what's that? Let me. Why is that? Let me that? let me finish my let me finish my statement. Uh, on top of that. Everybody on Twitter and Instagram were complaining about the quality of the game. Uh, a lot of one-on-ones, a lot of guys standing around. Luka and, and Jokic didn't even want to play. Um, probably our two two of our leading MVP candidates in the league. Do you think that the All-Star game is watered down now? Do we need to change it? Not going to lie. Yeah, I, I think it's more entertainment. But it's like, man, these dudes are playing so many games and – and you got so much other things going on. You got season. You got to worry about season. Like it's kind of tough to to go out there and play hard. I mean, what if what if a what if what if one of these dudes gets injured out there? I don't know if it's worth it. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. Man, at the end of the day, you got to talk about this. Some guys are getting paid fifty million dollars a year to play this game, and I get longevity. I, I totally understand it. But this this is entertainment. This is for the fans. The fans pay money to come watch all the best players in the NBA to play against each other. I remember growing up watching. Remember, remember when the All-Star game, they used to not have, like, dedicated jerseys. They used to just wear their home and aways. That like, was that era, that era, boys, they were competing. You know what I mean? Um, and I just feel like they got away from it because everybody's so worried about their personal brand, things like this, which at the same time, it's the double-edged sword. Like, I, I really love where our game is at right now with guys being able to capitalize on their likeness and things like that. But with that, you you want to protect your uh, your investment as much as you can. But I really think that it's become too lovey-dovey and, oh, that's my homie over there. So, like, I'm going to just let him get this dunk. Like, like fuck all that. Like, we, we, out, here to, we out here to hoop and, and compete in the day. That's how I think. Well, that's fair. I mean, one of them dudes need to step it up then and go, go at heads, man. Because obviously, you know, they let Jason Tatum do what he wanted to do. Donovan Mitchell, they let him do what he wanted to do. Like, you got to smell breath, man. You got to go out there and try to slap, slap somebody on accident, but on purpose, but on accident. No, no question. No question. But you know what? The the most the most entertaining part and special part of All-Star Weekend by far was Mac McClung, G League guy who just – Got, who just signed a two-way contract with the Philadelphia 76ers the day before the All-Star All-Star weekend, signed a new shoe deal with Puma, winning the dunk contest in spite of being the shortest guy by far with some sick dunks. I'm telling you. He he's one of the he's one of nine guys in NBA Slam Dunk Contest history to get 350s on his dunks. We're gonna watch him a little bit right here. He's also a ball's life all-American. He was in the dunk contest for the Ball's Life All-American game. So, bro, he's in any dunk contest. I've been, we've been watching this guy personally. I don't, I don't remember if you were there, but I've been watching this guy dunk even before I thought he was a good basketball player back in his uh, team load of Virginia days on on the on the Adidas circuit. This, 
this man was has always been a bouncy guy. He's been he's been he's gone viral on House of Who House of Highlights, things like that growing up. I'm not surprised by this victory, but and I guess in the public's eyes, like is this like the biggest upset in slam dunk contest history, think? No, because like I said before, hey man, he's a six foot white boy who's doing this. That's different. You don't see that ever. Like he he earned it. He he deserves that. You you can have it. <laughs> That's different. The last, my I guess my last question right here. We're gonna watch this dunk, right? This is how he won the slam dunk contest. He did a so he did a five forty to end the slam dunk contest. Everybody says it over, but as I looked at Twitter during the slam dunk contest, there was a lot of people contesting if this was really a five forty. You see where he takes off. His back is already turned to the glass right there. So a lot of people consider this a 360. What do you think? Um, you know, he did spin at the end right there. So I guess he, before he hit the ground. So I'm I'm counting it before he hits the ground. It's 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 more than a 360. He went, he went, he got that. Or I mean, it depends on you <laughs> when he got it in the is already to the backboard now like you know you see me do a 360 i'm not all the way turned around already before i jump now with that oh being God. said that's pretty wild it's really like a it's really like a 540 windmill like because you see you brought the ball down brought it back up like i don't know anybody that can do that regardless if it's a 360 or a 540 his creativity in this is unmatched and he deserved to win this win this contest, especially with like Jericho Sims doing that that weak dunk that he did. I don't know if you saw it, but it was trash. Phone came in. Had to show up. That's crazy. That's I guess time. so. I guess so. But hey, All-Star Weekend was a success like usual. We just gotta figure out how to how to make the actual game better. We'll see though. All right, next. We got a lot of movement after the trade deadline in the buyout market. Um, most notably, Russell Westbrook signs with the Los Angeles Clippers. Give me your take. I got a long take on this one. I'll tell you one thing. That man loves Los Angeles. Cause God, he's a LA boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that, but I don't think he makes the Clippers. Any better? I, I, mean, I mean, we'll see, though, man. I, I just don't think. I mean, he didn't really help the Lakers. I don't think he'll help the Clippers. What, what is he going to do with the Clippers? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this trade at all. To keep it, to keep it a bean. I say that with, I say this with the most respect as you can say it. With. Russell Westbrook is a legend in our league. He's the first guy to average a triple double in the season since Oscar Robertson. He has the most triple doubles in league history he's done a lot of amazing things in this league but i don't feel like he fits any championship team at this point he's too inefficient he can't shoot well enough he's not athletic like he used to so he can't make up for the for his lack of you know other abilities by using his athleticism like i, I talk about this all the time like i knew five six years ago i was like look his whole game was based off athleticism so when he declines, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a sharp decline. And that's exactly what's happening right now. I love I love the other athletes advocating for athletes like Russ, who's done so much in our league. But that doesn't mean that he's a 
he's a like a an instant value add to a roster. Doesn't mean that because he doesn't under he doesn't know how to accept his role in the way that he is now. He still wants to be the 30, 10, and 10 Russ, and that's just not that's just not reality anymore. No, that's you know true. I, mean? I feel like this is his last chance, man. He goes to the Clippers now, and if he if he shit the bed over here, he might be yeah. just way out. No, nah, he's gonna all right all right next one this one this one sent shockwaves across the nba uh up until the day that it happened it didn't seem like this was going to happen kevin love gets bought out by the cleveland cavaliers immediately signs with the miami heat what do you think this does for miami does it make them a uh, a title contender again or do you think it's just a waste of move i think it's a waste of move i don't see miami heat winning anything i'm sorry <laughs> one thing they're missing though they had last year for whatever reason they're 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 making like three less threes a game than they did last year when they made it to the eastern conference finals and you know k love at this point in his career he's a stretch four he can shoot it he can rebound the, the crap out of the ball there's one season i think in his nba career average 17 rebounds a game that's so when you bring 17, that yeah 17 rebounds a game is insane if he does that okay you might help them win a little better but i don't think they're winning they're not going they're not winning nothing bro they're not they're not going to the finals or anything like that but we'll see man it, it could all shake out injuries happen things like that but i feel like it's a good sign anyway because he's a great locker room guy great culture guy so um it's not a bad thing you know what i mean oh no yeah he's a great team piece i know that for sure like in a locker room guy Last two notable contract buyouts and signings, Pat Bev signs with the Bulls, Terrence Ross to the Phoenix Suns. Um, um, I, I'm really happy that uh, Pat Bev landed on his feet in Chicago. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they're not, they're not a title contender at this point. Uh, but Terrence Ross is a, is a guy that has that historically been on bad teams, and he's finally getting his chance to be a contributor on a, on a title contender. I'm really excited for Terrence Ross. This is a really good pickup by Phoenix, in my opinion. Man, the Suns better win it all. Like, if they don't win it all, that's that's embarrassing. That's how I see it. So the Suns better win that, win the finals, man. We'll see. We will see. We will see. All right, moving forward. With all these new moves that happen in the trade deadline and contract buyout, second half predictions, man. I have I have some leads with this. Um Let's talk about the Lakers first, man. Given the roster moves that we've made in LA, yes, we. I'm a diehard Laker fan. Do you think the Lakers can turn around and make the playoffs? And I mean squarely in, not the plan, but make it the, to the playoffs. Man, I never thought I'd say this, but yes, I think they got a <laughs> shot to do it. I, I really, the, the trades they just made are, are everything. I think they, I think they got it on this one. Oh, Funky Funk doesn't yeah, think, think so. I think it's too late to gel to win a championship, but I really think this is going to uptick us. We have one of the best rosters in the West now, I believe. That's my personal opinion. We're um, we are only three and a half games out of the sixth spot, which will put us squarely in the playoffs. With that's it's doable. It's real doable. With twenty three games, Funky Funk. I'm telling you, as a Laker fan, maybe I'm biased, but we're about to do this. All right, we're definitely about to do this. All right, so. Next question. The Nets, quote unquote, blew up their team, but they acquired Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, 
Do you still think the Nets, after all the moves that they made, are still a playoff team? For sure. <laughs> they better be a playoff team with all those pieces they got. Actually, wait, wait, wait. I forgot. They lost the, they lost the big dogs. Oh, no, they man. It's kind of shit. Hey, man, sometimes addition by subtraction. I'm not saying that they have the ability to win a title, but, like, they still have a very solid team. They have they have Patty they have Patty Mills. They have Seth Curry. They still have Ben Simmons, who has been up and down. They have Nick Claxton, who's leading the NBA in block shots per game. They still have a solid – and not, not to mention Jay Crowder. They got Jay Crowder, too. They have a great team that's going to lock, lock down, play defense. And Mikel Bridges is scoring out of his mind right now. I've never seen him play like this. Hopefully, he continues to play that way. Yeah, I, I can see him making the playoffs, but I can't. They're not winning anything. They're not going to the finals. So that's that's out the water. That's dead. Last question, the most important one, I think, and we're gonna we're gonna look back at this when the season's over. Who's going to win the NBA title this year? The Phoenix Suns. Who is going to win the, the Phoenix Suns, man? The Suns are going to win the NBA title this year, I'm telling you. And if they don't, bad look. Bad, bad look. That means Katie. It's not it. Not it. My, you my got problem with it. My problem with that, Dees, is like it's really hard to um it's really hard to like put together so much talent so late in the season and expect great results. Nah, you know I, I mean that, those those will be great results. Those Let's place a bet on it, Domo. I just want to bet. What? Well, I'm not betting no money. What you want? What you want to bet then? I mean, I'm picking the Celtics. You're picking the Suns. I hate, and it pains me to say this because I'm a Laker fan, but I think the Celtics are going to get done. You're tripping. What you want to bet on that? Give me, give me whatever you want to give me, bro. Loser got to shave the head. Shave the head? My head already shaved. You already got shaved heads. <laughs> All the way off. Ball boy. The uh, ball? Hey, the, Jason, the Jason Kidd two, 2002 ski ball. <laughs> I'll go ski ball. I'll go ski ball for this one. But, yeah, I'll go ski ball. What happened if one of us wins, though? Then. Hey, Funky Funk just hit me with one. I'm sorry, man. I'm just being, I'm being an unbiased basketball personality. Knowing the game, I feel like the Celtics have the most complete team, and I think they're going to win it all. That's just my personal opinion. Now, I hate to say that, but I think it's the truth. Yeah. All right, but if somebody another team wins, then we we're good. We don't have to shave nothing. Thank God. Thank God. All right. Hey, let's move on quickly. All right, we got an NBA Elite Feed All Star Edition. Now, Jason Tatum hit us with some heat. His first signature shoe dropping during All Star Weekend. And personally, I'm a fan. He dropped, he he wore two shoes during the All-Star game. You see him right there. All these pictures ripped from uh, NBA Kicks. You see he has the uh, Jay Tatum 1 uh, Zoo colorway on the court right there. And before the game, he was seen in the Jay Tatum 1 Pink Lemonade. I really like this shoe. I like I like the the lower, you know, the, the sole. The upper is really nice, and it has really good detail on it. And... Like you could you could go anywhere with the shoe with the colorways and the materials, I believe. So I really like the shoe as a basketball shoe. The fact that he got buckets in the all-star game with and introduces signature shoe, like I like him even more. That's, that's legendary. Fine. 
legendary. You're talking, you're talking my language, these exactly, which is why this shoe is dope. I don't care. And it's not the New Balance uh, Walmart joint. Stamp these. Oh, these, these are official. Oh, that's hands down the worst shoe that ever needed in, in, in. <laughs> Daniel. I know you got that in the archives. Please do not put that on the screen. All right, I do not want to see that today. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, next we had to throw a little Adidas love in here. Dame rocking a Dame A All Star colorway, which you know he's been a hey, he's been fucking up the colors lately. Look at it. Look at that. It's, I love I like the Dame shoes. The Dame shoes it's, are my favorite. It's crazy because this shoe right here is loud, but it's not too loud. It's perfect. You got the white sole in the middle. The the lower is blue, and then you got the colors on the upper, which are which is like it's like a gradient fading from yellow to pink, which is really dope in my mind. Yeah, no, I like that. Those look like the All Star colors, all the jerseys that they made. Like it, it goes perfectly yeah. with the All Star theme. You know what? It's probably something. Um, you know, inspired by Utah, probably, since you got those Utah ties. Next, these are probably my personal favorites on this list. I'm already, I'm already uh, um, letting you guys know. Demar warms up in the Kobe Six Potro BHM Black History Month. You see, you see Demar right there. Peep those, bro. Peeps. Those are oh, so yeah. nasty, dog. Whoa. Hey, those are. Crazy boy, they, hey Kobe! I didn't know Kobe's shoes could get better after death, but they just keep coming. They keep coming with new shit. This right here is off is off the chain. I love these shoes. My by far the favorite ones that I seen this weekend. What are those? Those those are like have those been released? Kobe yeah, bro. They're, I know they're releasing those, but this colorway is like I, it, I it's different. That's tough. I know. It's for Black History Month, bro. So shout, shout out to Nike for doing some cool ass shit like this for Black History Month. All right, we gotta we gotta move forward. We got LeBron rocking the LeBron 20 All-Stars right here. You see the captain wearing his All-Star shirt here. And then we're gonna cut to the shoes. I, I you know what? For All-Star weekend for me, these are a little underwhelming. For a regular game, these are hard. But I don't I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see any real inspiration behind these. I feel like he just had a colorway and wore it at All-Star Weekend. I don't feel like these were made for All-Star Weekend. Yeah, nah, he didn't do his thing on the, on, on these right here. But I mean, hey, <laughs> I, I don't like these. I don't. They got no flavor to I like, them. Yeah, I like the colors. I just don't like the detail. Like, what is that on the upper right there? Like, the what is those flowers or what? What is that? I don't know, but it's just too plain for me, that whole side of the shoe right there besides the swoosh like it's just you, man i need some flavor man lebron like you just beat uh, beat the record like you're killing records this year you did some legendary iconic and that is what you come out with all right man do better <laughs> overall i still love the silhouette on the shoe i love it the shoe is one of my favorites this year and the hey the nba all-star socks were crazy too those are hard um last but not least we know Kyrie a few months ago got let go from his Adidas contract. So when he got chosen as an all-star, he came out and surprised us with some ultra custom Kyrie's. Watch these. Wait, what? Oh, okay. This is okay. I see what he's doing here. Dog. How creative do you have to be to do something like this? He ended up either changing his shoes or whatever. 
but like he really came out and rocked these to begin the game. On scale of one to ten, how creative are these, and how cool is the design? Ten, bro. It's something different. I've never seen a shoe like that before, ever, <laughs> especially in the All Star game. Like that's nuts. But wait, wait. You said his Adidas. He got dropped by Adidas. Oh, he got dropped by Nike, bro. He got dropped by Nike. Remember, he doesn't oh, have okay. a shoe deal. Crew. So he's still wearing his Nike shoes, but he doesn't mess with Nike. So he's come up with creative ways to wear his Nikes, like putting tape over the swoosh. Or in this case, I don't even know what uh, those are tassels. I don't know. They're Native American tassels. I have no idea. But this right here, this really surprised me in a good way. Like Kyrie really, really thought this one through and got this one done. So I love these. He's getting creative out here. I love it. Different. Some different, man. Got to appreciate it. Absolutely. But still, my favorite ones are the Kobe 6 Pro Tro BHMs worn by DeMar DeRozan. I've seen, I actually seen multiple people wear these in the past few weeks. So I, I, I love these. These are my favorites by far. Yeah, these are by far the best shoe out of all the ones we just showed. This is beautiful. Oh. Oh. Hey, what oh. is this shoe? Name of this shoe. This shoe is the worst shoe I've ever seen. Like, this is so. Bro, those are worse than Shaq, Those are worse than Shaq's. Those are worse than Shaq's. <laughs> I'd rather Look rock some Look at the denim back, bro. That's denim. That is trash. Those are like brand hey, new blue jeans. <laughs> I'd rather bust on some shell toes in the NBA game before I rock those right there. God, Lee. Bro, bro. Bro, they took some buddy leaves and, and and cut some out of it and stuck it on the back of the shoe, bro. It's <laughs> Levi. No, no, they did not use Levi's. Levi's are high end, bro. They oh, okay. they 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 definitely use some buddy leaves or Wranglers. On top of it, look at the sole. The sole is like creased up, like oh, fire already dude. creased up, beat up. It's nasty. Who's rocking these shoes? Who's wearing these Jamal shoes? Murray. Jamal Murray, he should be fined. Jamal Murray, the Denver Nuggets for having their uh for having their uh, logo on there, all of them should be fined for this, for this travesty. Hey, but uh all right, we gotta move on. Move on. Before we get to the main event, we have some high school news for you. Everybody's seen it, but we're gonna talk about it and react. LeBron James Jr. on ESPN yesterday in the first official 2024 mock draft debuted as number 10 on the draft board. You see it right here. Now, when I first saw this, I was initially shocked. Um, you know, I, I never talk mess about Bronny. Bronny's, Bronny for me is a really good player who I believe is a pro. I think he's a pro, I really do. Uh, but number 10, I really think they're reaching on this one. I really do. I think they're trying to create a narrative for LeBron, uh, for him and him, him and his son to to match up and play with each other in two years. What do you think about it? No, of course we're trying to create a narrative. I agree, but I think Bronny could hold up to that narrative. He has the athleticism. He, he has the ability to be something special. We all want to see it, LeBron playing with his son. Like, I think that would be, like, amazing. I'm, I'm honored to be in this era to watch this happen. We need this to happen. But I'm curious how it goes down, man, because, hey, Magic, I mean, how, they got to somehow collab. They got to be on the same team, so – I want to see how it pans out. I just, I just based on what I seen Bronny doing games, like, yeah, see, Funky Funk was on your head. Talk to him for Funk. The, the you he's know, he's, he's athletic as no, he's athletic. Shit. But listen, listen to why I say like 
we're big in bat we're big in the high school basketball space in socal we've seen Bronny play time and time and again and Bronny has all the physical tools don't get me wrong he's really athletic he can shoot um he can play defense but i i feel like he's too much of a he's too much of a system player you know i've never seen him he's he's never scored 40 points in a game he's never done anything like that he doesn't go out he doesn't go off script and he doesn't do his own thing he has himself in a box with this game i feel like and that's why i don't think that he warrants a top 10 pick like if he wasn't if he wasn't lebron's son i i believe in my whole heart that he'd still be a pro but i don't okay. think that he's a top pick let's put it this way mcclung mcclung in the league right yeah look brownie could play in the league bro come on now i didn't say that i just said i think he's a pro i just don't think he's a top 10 pick i think being lebron's I, son he could be a top I 10 pick follow the narrative and be in Make I get that, but I don't think he's ever. I don't. I, I don't ever see him being a real all star or doing stuff like that. I think he's going to be a solid player in the NBA. I don't think he's a top ten guy. I don't think that. But I'll give you the other side of this. This draft is being seen as one of the weakest. So maybe that's the reason why he's so high. I don't know. But I'm telling you, I do not see like you know when you when you think of top 10 picks bro you think of somebody who can lead your franchise and be an all-star player maybe be a hall of famer i don't see that with Bronny, with all due respect because i think he's a really good basketball player i just don't see that high ceiling that we see especially because bro he's six foot two it's not like he's six six eight like lebron i agree Damo, but look when i'm when i'm thinking of a top 10 pick if i could get lebron to come to my franchise i'm picking his son I need you here, Brian. You're my home. But once again, it's not year 10, LeBron. It's going to be year 22, LeBron. Not the same. All right. But we're we're going to see. It's going to it's going to unfold. We're going to see in uh, 18 months where he goes. We'll see. Or actually next year we'll see how he does in college. But uh moving on, man. We we got a yeah, 40-year-old LeBron. It's going to be tough. 41. You know, LeBron, 40-year-old LeBron is bringing lots of pieces with him too to that franchise. I don't know. We'll see, man. But um on a, in other news sierra can is not a part of it but a lot of good uh socal basketball prospects are a part of the cif finals this weekend you got open division both in uh in all and there's like five or six sections in cif um probably the most exciting and most notable one uh corona centennial versus st john bosco uh you got you got jerry mccain Devin williams uh aaron mcbride um eric freeney Mike Price on Centennial and, and the supporting cast. Then you got uh, Kay Bonham, Elsie Harrington. You have uh, Brandon McCoy uh, and co on St. John Bosco. Is this the game to watch this weekend or do you have something else in mind? For me, I think I think it's a game to watch, even though I think Centennial probably should get it. They're, they're heavy loaded, they're, they're loading. So yeah, I think it's a game to watch. What about you, what you, what you think? First off, I want to give props to both coaches. You know, obviously, I played under Coach Giles at Centennial. Uh, really good coach. Uh, uh, one of the best out there in the, in the nation. And also, uh, Matt Dunn at St. John Bosco. I seen him coach against pros when his team was undermatched. And he figured out a way to win by out-scheming the other guy. And I think that's a big possibility this week. You know what I mean? I think Centennial is a more talented team, and I think we do what we're supposed to do. We're going to win the game, but Matt Dunn's going to come out with some tricks up his sleeve. 
So it's going to be a really intriguing matchup. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, you're making me excited for the game now. I want to see a face, a real face. Y'all better pull up 8 p.m. at the Honda Center on Saturday. Tickets are $22, all right? 22 22 bucks. all right? Now, before we move on, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Podcast Network channel and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell. All right, now we're on to the main event. King of the Court was turned up this week, bro. Turned up. Man. We had Trevor Dunbar versus Hoodie Kell versus Nathan from Friga Fam, and they did not disappoint, all right? We even went to a King of the Court, which was kind of anticlimactic, but we're going to start off with game one. Um, Nathan versus Trevor Dunbar. Uh, it was a, you know, it was it was kind of not non-contest for the most part. Nathan came out, was onto a commanding lead, got up 11-0 on Trevor. Um, Trevor just seems to can't find that, you know, that rhythm where he gets two games. I feel like he always wins one. Uh, but man, we, Trevor tried to get been, back. We've been waiting for Trev to, to thrive, man. Like, come on. At, at the gates, he was struggling. I was like, ah, man. Come on, dude. Yeah, man. He came out. You know, he's a little smaller than than Nathan, uh, so he struggled a little bit with that. But at the same time, you know, Nathan was hitting shots. I, I don't know if I've seen someone so fundamentally sound in King of the Court besides Nathan. He had he had it all, too. Like, he, he had the bag where he did the little double step back like James Harden. He was getting to his spots easily. Um, but, you know, in this game, bro, it always comes down to who – like if 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 the game's close, who has the most wind? Like him, and we'll talk about Hoodie Kell in a second. Just started to break down, uh, but you know Nathan's skill package was too much for Trevor in the first game, and Trevor was missing layups, and uh, you know not hitting shots. So uh, we move on to game two. Trevor plays Hoodie Kell, and this game was turned up, boy. Hoodie Kell, Hoodie Kell came out with the physicality, but he couldn't he couldn't capitalize like Nathan was. Um, and you know it was it was a really drawn out game. Even 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 uh, Nitty said this is probably the longest King of the Court game he's ever seen. Uh, a lot of a lot of misses. But that's because dudes are playing hard defense. But Trevor ended up getting a rhythm and winning this game, thirteen to eleven. Yeah, it's about time you got a dub. I'm excited, man. Yeah. I'm geeked you got bro. Bro, he always gets a dub. He gets one. Like he always loses. It, 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 Trevor Trevor frustrates me because he it seems like he loses to the guy that he shouldn't lose to, and then he beats the guy that, he should, that we shouldn't think he shouldn't beat. You know what I mean? Like he like he he's one of the most talented guys out there, but he's you know he's proven to be inconsistent at this point. Um, yeah, for but, sure, for sure, unpredictable, unpredictable for sure. Absolutely. Last game, but not the last game. We got Nathan versus Hoodie Kell. Hoodie Kell wins. We go to a king of the court. And this was a fight. I'm telling you, Hoodie Kell came out and Nathan came out and they were they were going blow for blow, both playing hard defense, both getting to the basket. I feel like they have comparable, you know, builds. So um, it was a really good matchup. Uh, however, Hoodie Kell came out and he won this game, this matchup to to um, to force the king of the court. Um, and you know how turned up king of the courts are. But this one was no matchup, bro. At, as soon as, you know, Hoodie went over to, to do his interview after he won his game, and he, he told uh, Nitty and, and Caesar that he was going to score five straight. And that's exactly what he did. Five in a row. All nasty ones, too. Some hezzies, 
uh, fadeaway jumpers, some M1 layups. He did it all, bro, to win that check. Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't let that happen. I'm hacking him. You're not just go, going five in a row on me. I don't know how that is even They're possible. Just gonna go free throw. You know, you're just going to go shoot a free throw. You know how I go. You know how it is you go. My That's question cool. is this, man. I, I, it's not a challenge because I'm not going to challenge somebody that that's doing that has the courage to go out there. You got thousands and thousands of people watching around the world, watching you play king of the court. But when is Trevor going to win one of these, man? It's if I feel like it's like the fourth time we've seen him, and he always in one game disappoints and then another the game over delivers. When is he going to put it all together? I couldn't tell you. I mean, he's he's been off that injury for a while, right? Like, it, it's about time, bro. It's time to get a dub. I'm tired. Like, he got a package. His game is ridiculous. He, he got something to him, but he needs to get one, man. I don't know what it is. He just maybe he's just got that bad luck charm when it comes to king of the court. He, maybe he got he's just a bad luck guy. I don't know, man. I think he got to start running some more laps. It seems like to me, it's all centered around him, what shape he's in, because. When he gets separate, like he's the best at creating separation. He's the best at getting to the basket. He's the he's the best, and he's pretty good. Like when he wants to play defense, he's pretty good at defense as well because he's so quick on his feet. Like those two guys yesterday were were I would say stronger and a little bit bigger than him, and he didn't let up. He actually he actually set he actually stood in and competed. So um, I think uh, he man. Fifth time's a charm, six times a charm. I think the next time he's out there, he's gonna win. Man, I hope so. But he is he is super undersized, so I mean that could be it too, man. All right. Next king of the court. Next week, March first. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. We have our first ever king of the court big boy matchup. We're calling it big boy week. We got Pantos versus Monstar versus Big E. Now my first question is this: Are we starting on the wing or the top? Or are we starting on the block? <laughs> no, we. You know what we need to start with, Damo? What? Ten security guards lined up on the baseline. <laughs> Yo, this is gonna be a war. This is my favorite king of the court. I'm calling it right now. I don't care. This I like. This is my favorite king of the court right now. I don't even know what's gonna happen, but I'm calling it my favorite. This is gonna be my. I I, I need to be here. I need to be here in person. She's she's asked for extra security, and that was a wise decision. I'm telling you, I I my I always beg the question here: like this could go either really good or really bad. You can see three big guys out there trying to be guards and doing step backs and fadeaways, or they could really get to the nitty gritty right here and actually go compete and do what they do best. Bro, I I couldn't even tell you, Damo, how excited I am for this king of the court, like. I like this is nuts. I'm, <laughs> this is crazy. I was geeked up about uh, the Crime Stopper. This right here, though, <laughs> this is different. Low key, we might do this one in person. Where where's this one gonna be located? Uh, in Irvine. Oh. It's in Irvine. It's gonna be in Irvine again. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I might have to look to this one because this big boy matchup is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be turned up, banging bodies, uh, blocking shots, dunking, talking shit. I'm excited for this one. Damo, we're there. <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, I'm ready. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'll make sure I hop in. I've been lifting lately. We, me and I've been in the lab. I'm bringing my bulletproof vest, all that. I'm coming in like an army man, ready to protect the, <laughs> protect the fort, man. This this dude ain't got no damn uh, bulletproof vest. Uh, <laughs> he tripping. Remember, guys, next week, 6 p.m., March 1st, we got our big boy week. Pantos, Monstar, Big E, 6 p.m., PST on the capping app. Make sure you guys tune in for that one. It's the one you don't want to miss. And you might catch me and Isaac back there. You don't know. We'll see. Um, and I'm a who you think gonna get it, man? Man, I gotta go with Monster. Monster is my guy. Love that guy. And he he got. I don't know the other guys, but he got like five kids. He, he hey, winning twenty five hundred won't hurt. <laughs> you funny. You funny for I'm that. Yeah, I got the little tribe. You gotta take care. He got he got mouths to feed. Yeah, Monster I mean, gonna, gonna get connected. I think it went. Yeah, I hope he makes it out without getting ejected because he's, he's he might get ejected. That's the type of player he is. All right, guys, um, we're, running, we're running a little short on time here, but just remember the Balls Life All-American game is back this year, May 6th in Southern California. We're still locking down the actual venue for this, but it's going to be classic like always. You're going to see a lot of good stuff, maybe some diamonds in the rough that you haven't seen. Are some and usually at every at every balls life all American game, there's a guy that people don't know about that ends up making it big. So make sure you mark your calendar and be ready. Saturday, May sixth, Southern California, the balls life all American game is back. So be ready. Franchise tag players, bro. Franchise tag players. <laughs> all right. Before we get to my favorite segment, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the balls life podcast network channel. Turn on your notifications and ring that bell. So what's up? And NBA dunk champs. Future yes. NBA dunk champs. So football tip of the week, you know, given the big news with Mac McClung winning the slam dunk contest, I had to throw it back um, to when I first saw Mac McClung play basketball when he was in high school in AAU and then went on to be a high school sensation and got on the map and went to Georgetown. Here's my street ball clip of the week. You see Magic Clones going out, going out to Dade City. I think this is a Virginia, but this is what people really started seeing Magic Clones for what he was as a dunker. Nasty. Dade City is super loud, dude. And it's crazy. Just four months before this, I was watching Magic Clones with the team out of Virginia, and they literally only put him in the game. He won the plays. He didn't even play. He wasn't even that type of player. So to see where he's came from to where he is now, I, I don't even know the kid. I'm really proud of him because he never stopped. He kept working. And now, bro, he doubled his career earnings by winning the, winning the NBA dunk contest. He'd only earned $100,000 in his career before that, and he won $100,000 from the slam dunk contest. Just signed a new deal with Puma, uh, endorsement deal, and is now the newest two-way player for the Philadelphia 76ers. So shout out to you, Mac. You're really doing big things, bro. Keep going. That's so big time, man. Crazy. Crazy to see it. Nuts. Ball's life alone. All right. Talk about your Super Bowl clip of the week, bro. All right. Well, here goes my clip of the week. You know our I just get right in. I had Mac Fish. <laughs> Oh, he was a double double. 
double-double. He was doing it at the Balls Life All-American game before he was doing it in the NBA, man. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy. The first person I seen that dunk was Aaron Gordon, but Aaron Gordon is six foot nine. So for him to do that like that and make it look so easy, it's crazy. Wow, man. He, he deserves that, man. That's big time. Big time. Yeah, man. Shout out to Matt McClung, 3SSB alum, all right? Three Stripe Life. But before we go, I uh, just want to say thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we're out of time, but make sure you guys tune in next week, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And that's all we got for today. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Streetball. We out. <laughs>